I mate a arapita tāhana i tēnei wiki, he uri o te waka o te aroa. Nō reira, moe mai e te rangatira. Ka tipuake ka puawai i te reo rangatira, mana tamariki mokopona ki nara ke te heke mai. If kids are immersed and nourished in the Māori language, they will ensure its survival. E te iwi, koinei te wāhanga mona kaupapa Māori, ko te ahi kā te ngoa, ko Maraia Rakuraku ahau. Ko Justin Murray ahau, ai e tika ana, this is Te Ahi Kā on Radio New Zealand National, where we explore Māori issues and events. And there's been heaps happening. What is it, Justine, with this time of year and all the award ceremonies? Maybe it's the winding up mm. the end of year thing. One I went to along to last week, though, was the Māori Language Awards. Where once a year, Te Tauraferi Te Reo Māori, the Māori Language Commission, celebrates organisations for their efforts profiling Te Reo Māori during Te Wiki o Te Reo Māori, Māori Language Week. Although I understand this year, Justine, it was, um, the focus has changed a little bit. It has indeed. It was the first afternoon um, Māori Language Awards, and it's more about long-term strategies rather than the one-off weekly thing. We'll have more on that a little later. Last week, Te Ahikā broke the story that Creative New Zealand were considering dropping the Māori art brand Toi Iho, and Sandy Adset spoke up in defence of it continuing. That battle seems to have been lost. This week we hear some more from Sandy Adset, but this time the Nasi Pahauera artist talks with Mariah about his time at Teote College, the Māori boys' boarding school that has churned out its fair share of shakers and movers in the Māori world. And once you were in the senior years, you know, uh, because we had a, uh, an agriculture component to Teote and a lot of the boys went to Massey, um, so we always had farm kill on the weekends that we could go up the back and they sort of knocked off a sheep and hung it in the, in the trees and those were the best feeds we ever had. Professor Timothy Karetu has been variously called a real Nazi, a te reo Māori advocate and a pioneer. He's certainly a staunch defender of the language and last week he was acknowledged as such. The former Māori Language Commissioner was honoured with an award from the Māori Language Commission. Now, the award's called Te Tohu Takitoa Takimano. How would you translate that, Justine? Mm, that's hard. It has lots of levels of meaning. Literally, it could mean the strength of thousands. But its meaning is more like, well, he's the crux of the knowledge of the past and the future. The award recognises his wicked work in protecting and developing the Māori language. The award was presented by Matehua Tahi Kaiwai, the daughter of arguably one of the greatest modern-day Māori leaders, Sir Apirana Ngata. And sadly, the queer, just four days later, passed away aged 94. We have coverage from that presentation, including a waiata sung by members of Māori language programmes that Timoti Karetu helped develop, Kura Reo and Te Panikiretanga i Te Reo Māori.
Tūhoi activist Tame Etsi was part of an art exhibition and auction this week titled Explosive Expression. So, Mariah, I'm thinking by the title that the police raids back in 2007 would have been a major influence? Yep, you'd be right. The raids were the subject, with the money raised from the sale of artworks going to whānau affected by the raids for their legal bills and expenses. And you know, Justine, while Tame has built a reputation over the years as an artist, his definition of art is pretty much shaped by what he sees around him. Uh, art always has been around a long time, and even right back to the to the Takoti days, um, when during the period of the uh, the resistance movements uh, during the 1860s, when uh, Tuhoe and Takoti and others um, uh, were in battle in the Uruwera. But at the same time, Takoti and them were still able to pull a whole lot of artists together. To build the Fayata Motu, and uh, and still standing today as a huge piece of uh, uh, evidence of a piece of artwork. Tamiti, he's coming up as two Sandy Adset and coverage from the Māori Language Awards. Matehuatahi Kaiwai, the daughter of Sir Apirananata, died. She was 94 years old. Minister of Māori Affairs Peter Sharples captured it best when he addressed her passing, saying, When she spoke, her reo was so beautiful, we knew that we were listening to the spirit of her ancestors and forebears. She had a clarity of vision and thought, a depth and richness of expression and a gentle way of talking that was quite captivating. Yet hers was undoubtedly a voice of authority, of leadership from the heart of the community. Part of the media statement from Minister of Māori Affairs, Peter Sharples. 
Now, Justine, there's always sadness, say, when someone dies, but she lived a long time and achieved an extraordinary amount. So it's a life well lived. Indeed. We don't usually live into our 90s, and when Komatua die at that age, they take with them the values of that generation. I know. One of my queer used to talk like that. You know, it's kind of like as we grow older, they grow older, so the people that we can call koro and nanny drop and it's the same for our parents i mean i've noticed over the last couple of years that the people my parents call uncle and auntie has just become less and less mm. you know i don't know if you even really notice it eh? it just kind of happens yeah i think you're right mariah because with my father it's evident in the pai pai tapu because now my father his brothers because my father's the baby they're having to step in and fill those roles and back in the day when those roles when people would naturally groomed to take on those roles and we don't necessarily have that now eh? and I mm. guess when a queer of 94 anyone in that age group passes away there's there's the sadness because with their passing is all that knowledge all that knowledge so while they're here treasure our old people but the Huatahi Kaiwai's final public appearance was at last week's Te Reo Māori Awards held at Te Reo Paraha Arena in Porirua. The significance of the award being presented by a queer of her stature would have been evident to the recipient, Professor Timothy Karitu, and to the audience. In the presentation, you'll also hear Naitahu Hana O'Regan, but first up, here's the MC, Pania Papa. E whaiake nei e, e raurangatirama ko te tohu e kia nei, taku toa takimano. Ko tai tātou ki te, tēnei, te tuku i tēnei tohu, uh, he tohu e whakanui ana i te manawa tītī, i te whakapaunga kaha o tētehi tangata takitahi nei, ki te whakatītina i te reo Māori, te huia kai manawa e aroha nuitia nei e tātou. Kariro ma Hana Aregan tetehionga kai fili o te tau refili te reo Maori tene tohu etuku. Neto tata kuia amate humaira te paki paki. Ate nano tata kua huhi nei kua fakaraika nei ite nei mai te nei ata ki te nei ahi ahi ko taki tua tahi kia koe te hakuru hakuru jau. Tō tātou kai whakarite te, te ratanei tēnei te mihi atu kia koe. He tiku huki kia mihi atu kia koutou te hau kaika ngāti tō rangatira, kua rangatira ka tō mātou i tō koutou manaki i a tātou uh, i tēnei, i tēnei rā hoi anō mai te timatako o tēnei hui. Nā reira, Matt, koutou rā o ngāti tō tēnei te mihi atu kia koutou. E hikama, kai te whakangāti parauau i au, E mōhio ana koutou, a hāko e haere ana ki tēhea motu o te moana nui a kiwa, ka kitea auraki, ka kite huki i a hikurangi. Nā reire he tika huki te tū o tēnei tokorua i tēnei rā, te tū kātahi nei a auraki mauka, a hikuraki mauka. Kia mōhio mai koutou, i mue i te haereka ki tērā, tērā tino tohu o tātou arā, te, to, te tohu o, te, o taku toa takimano. He tika kia whakamōhio atu kia koutou, i nā tahi rā, i riro i tēnei tino kui o tātou, tētahi atu tohu. I mue i te aroaro o tōna whānau o ana mokopuna. Nā, ko tērā tohu, 
he tino tohu ara ko te tohu mo te kuia i te reo Māori. Nā reira, ho mai te pakipaki ki tēnei kuia tata. Ā, e hara i te haka, he tohu noa. I te mea ko tērā huki i te rā, i whakanuia tōna rā whānau. Iwa, te kau mā whā. Te pīki pakipaki mo tērā. Tātou katoa. Nā reira, kua riro mā māua tēnei honore ki te tukuatu i tēnei tohu, i nāia nei arā te tohu o taku toa takimano ki te takataka whakawhiwhia nei tēnei tohu mo te wātua tahi. Tēnā, ko wai te takataka whakaarohia e tātou, e hono tahi ana i tēnei te kupu Māori me te kupu hiraka, hiranga rā nei. Ki taku mōhio kei te whakaaro tahi tātou mō te takata nei. Ko te takata e whakaaro hia nei e tātou, he takata e mōhio tia whānui tia nei i te motu. Me ki, ka motu e rua o Aotearoa me te waipaunamu. A, he takata rokonui huki ki tāwahi, huri noa i te ao. Mō tōna here mutuka kore ki ka āhuatako o te reo, Tainoa ki te hiraka me te kouka o te reo. Kāore he takata i tūatu iaia mo kā mahi whakaora i te reo Māori, kei waika nui i te iwi whānui. He kaiako tēnei takata, he pukeka, he ahoraki huki. Kua roke aia e mahi ana hei kai tohu tohu ahurea, hei kai whakawā, hei kai tito waiata, Hei toihau, aaa, kei te rakuraku nei te mahuka i tēnei wā. Hei kai whakahaere huki mo te taurawhiri i te rao Māori. Hei kai kōmihana ki te kōmihana i rānana. Aaa, nāna i tīmatai, te pane kiritanga, kāore ko te pane kiritaka, ko te pane kiritanga o te reo. Ko tū ia, hei kai whakawā, hei hea mana huki mo te matatini. Aaa, e mōhio tia whānui tia nei. Hei tohuka wete reo, e hara i te mea ko te tohuka wete reo, Māori anake e kari, hei tohuka wete reo, o kā reo maha o te ao nei. Nō māua te honore i tēnei wā, ki te tāpai i tēnei tohu, ki tētahi tino pāpa, ki tētahi tino hākoro o te reo, arā taku toa takimano, kia timoti karetu. Tēnā koutou, e hei mea, kei te whakamāu i au noho nei, koe rawa au tiki mai ki nunga i tēnei nohanga, nohanga teitei. Nā koutou te whakaaro, tēnā koutou. Kia oe? Kei pēr. Kei kune. She's looking for me. Timothy, tēnā koe, takata nāna mātau, hunga kuia, hunga ako i te reo, tōko haere ngā tōpite katoa o te motu. Mai te reo ngā wairua ki te rā motu. Mātau tēnā haere, Te kukaha ki tō māna, te kukaha inga. 
Te Tēnei, te hui a kai mana we noho nei, 
rawatahi ko te hakorona ya timoti nareira koutou ka kurereo haramai piki mai kirukita tumirane taia te hokira ki a koutou o te panikiretanga o te reo haramai koutou hei tuara mototato ruru hikuia a enoho maini ai ke te wetu koutou moku der kawe maroke receiving an award for his contribution to the development of Te Reo Māori and coverage from the 2009 Te Reo Māori Awards. And the waiata you heard was Te Aumangia, sung by students of Te Kurereo and Te Panekiretanga i Te Reo Māori. Which was presented by Matehua Tahi Kaiwai, youngest daughter of Sir Apirana Nata, who died earlier this week. I'm Mariah Rakraku. And I'm Justin Murray, and this is Tiahika. And as always, for more information about today's broadcast, please go to our webpage at radionz.co.nz forward slash teahika. And while you're there, why not sign up to our subscriber email where we'll let you know what's coming up in future broadcasts. He has perhaps one of the most recognisable tāmoko in Aotearoa, if not the world, Nemeraya. I just seen Tame Iti often finds his image in New Zealand newspapers or beamed into the nation's living rooms as an artist, activist or a spokesman. And in October 2007, there he was again, this time having been arrested after the police raids. And while two years later the legal case continues, supporters of those arrested came up with an innovative way to commemorate the event through an art exhibition and auction titled Explosive Expression. It's to provoke thoughts, to provoke thoughts and debates around that issue and allow people to come into a space they can walk in without really saying anything. 
And so you, uh, hundreds and thousands of people walk into that space and, um, and view it. And then you have a, a thousand different views to that. And, uh, and I think that um, uh, arts always has been around a long time, and even right back to the to the Takoti days um, when during the period of the uh, the resistance movements uh, during the 1860s, when uh, Tuhoe and Takoti and others um, uh, were in battle in the Uruwera. But at the same time, Takoti and them were still able to pull a whole lot of artists together to build the Fayata Motu. And, uh, and still standing today as a huge piece of uh, uh, evidence of a piece of artwork. A representation of um, what they believe is uh, whakapapa uh, and, and all of that. Um, yeah, so you think that in, 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 in the time of struggles, uh, people will go and hide and not do anything. So you, you have a number of fronts, so you had the out there doing that, but also the artists are, the, uh, are happening, putting something together. So I see uh, that that action's no difference, that what's happening today is no different to that. Nō nai tūhoi, tamiiti, and for more on that visit, go to our website radionz.co.nz forward slash te ahika. I'm Justine Murray. I'm Maraia Rakiraku, and this is Te Ahika. identify boarding school students. <laughs> They're the ones who head for the fridge and are constantly hungry. You'd know, eh, Maria, haven't attended boarding school yourself. <laughs> That's right. Kitchen raids and thinking non-stop about food was how it was for me. And that's how it was for Sandy Adset, the Nazi Pahauera artist who attended Te Aute Māori Boys School, well, back when it was solely for boys between 1954 and 1957. And he was one of the inaugural Leaders First 15. They had a dinner last week celebrating. Now, Sandy, just how formative was Te Aute in your upbringing? In terms of the art, absolutely zilch. <laughs> in terms of the, uh, you know, the culture and the relationships that we've maintained over the years, I think that that has been the most, I suppose, influential in, in understanding what's good about our culture. And, you know, working with uh, rangatahi people, uh, it's it's always been the same. You know, it's 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 that, and I doubt if I would have got that if I had gone to Gisborne Boys High, where my older brother went to. So that time at Chiaute, first time I sort of even saw Māori out because our small community of Kāhunu just uh, south of uh, Wairo didn't have any uh, decorated houses so you know for me to end up going through into the arts and uh, knowing that those were the, my first images and it was part of what I you know what I did for four years 
I, I realised that it impacted on me a lot stronger than, you know, at the time I was aware of. Now, I went to boarding school too. Yes. And if there was one thing about boarding school is we were always hungry. Yes. <laughs> was that the case at Teotihuacan? Absolutely. Mm. I mean, you know, we can now talk about it, but... Yeah, yeah, because you've had a good feed since then. That's right. And once you were in the senior years, yeah, uh, because we had a, uh, an agriculture component to charity and a lot of the boys went to Massey, um, so we always had farm kill on the weekends that we could go up the back and they sort of knocked off a sheep and hung it in the, in the trees and those were the best feeds we ever had. Otherwise, it was two slices of bread and a slice of lunch and sausage for, for tea and, you know, and four years of either wheat bix or porridge. Doesn't, in, you know, in the end, you do not, I do not still relate like. to <laughs> porridge, no. Yeah. Wheat bix, I can take a little bit. And I may be ignorant here. Was that back in the days where you had to do the milking before school? Yes. And we didn't have enough cups. Most of our, you know, the cutlery and the, and the crockery that was uh, at Chowdhury, we used to have cream bottles or milk, small milk bottles for our cups. So, you know, and we did all our own washing up. And I, I remember that, you know, the, our plates always had, if we had fish one night, it was always stuck to the place, plates the next day. And on the tables, you had to empty out the, the swill from the bottom of the bottles before you had to, you never thought anything about it. You know, no, they, you just they got just, on with it. Well, it just became, you know. But uh, when you think back, we said, no, they were, I suppose, in its own way, setting you up for facing anything. You know, Tauti was a hard place. Yeah. Yet I still enjoyed going What years are we there. talking, Sandy? I was there from 54 to 57, four years. And... Um, Oh, they were good years. They were good so years. why you? Why why did you go to Teotihuacan when your brother went to Gisborne Boys? <laughs> yes, by the time I came along and Mum had to send me away, her brother, uh, she was a Gemmel, Sam Gemmel, and, and uh, the cousins all went to Teotihuacan. So she also decided, she told me later, that I was too Pākehā and and she felt I was too soft and I needed to get hardened up so she sent me there and of course for me at the time I wanted to go where my older brother and my sister went to where you know they went to Gisborne and why was I being sent off to Tauta College you know and I thought however you, uh, you accepted what you had to do at that time and it didn't take long and you you know it became its own home. Did you get, were you homesick? Yes, I suppose so, but um, only for a short while. I think the boys looked after each other, and we had a lot from the Ropunga community. People, I went to, you know, uh, Ropunga Māori uh, school at the time. And so you went to school with Nanny Jane? Yes. Nanny Jane and um, Nanny Kathleen. So you know Nanny Mate? Yes, of course. Yeah, so, I mean, it's... They, and they were there, so they looked after, you know, they always looked after the, the whānau from, the, from each of the respective communities. So would you, were you catching the train catching back down the, to Te Yes, yes. Yeah, well, no, you, you caught the train uh, from Ropunga and 
through to Hastings and then you transfer it over to a bus because the train would, you know, the, uh, the train station at Pukeho, they didn't stop there, the big, you know, train. So, yeah. And what people may not understand now or really, you know, grasp the whole concept about is that they were mission trips. Sometimes it took a day, sometimes it took two days. Well, and the other thing was we only had two holidays a year. You know, we had, it was uh, four weeks in June and ten weeks in uh, over the Christmas period. So they were long terms. You know, you were ready to get home. And, you know, the boys... And it was apparently done that way because we had a lot of uh, Pacific Island uh, students and Ngāpuhi. So, there was, you know, people who came from far distances... Yeah, the shorter, you know, they were the two weeks holidays that, um, in the three terms that was the usual, and it was the usual, didn't apply to Teote because it took too long for the boys to get back. You know, so you, you didn't think of it, you just knew that that was how it was. Yeah. So when was it that um, girls started to enter the radar? Was it when you used to see some of those Hukadeta girls on the yeah, bus the trips tennis going trips, to... absolutely. And we used to, it was terrible because we used to send notes in the potatoes because we did, we did the, the vegetable gardens, you see. So, you know, it was just, it was one of those things. Everyone thought it was great fun. So they, you know, you'd dig a hole in a potato that you're knowing that it was going off to church. You didn't know who was going to actually get it. But you sort of, you had messages to pass on to the right, you know, right. to the different ones. So that was how it went. Was and that um, yeah, and the highlight of course was when Hukarere uh, came to play tennis at Chote, and then we could have uh, the school dances and uh, and vice versa because that was the only any the only sporting occasion that we were able to have between the two, and of course there were sort of mixed doubles, so everyone manoeuvred to see how they could pair up with the ones that they knew were from lots of photographs of going on going to the. <laughs> You know, to the uh, the AMP show, the the yeah. Hawks Bay show, and and so yes, everyone walked around in groups just so that they could be noticed, of course. And they, they were fun days. They were fun days. Did Fucker Papa ever come into it, Sandy? No, it didn't. You never That's thought, oh, you're my cousin. Need to keep away from you. No. Or oh, you're you're like uh, Ariki. Or you no, you look a bit tasty. No, no, it, that never ever entered into to any of. I, I think. I bet it didn't to the Fukurere girls. No, no, well, as I say, it just didn't... It, it didn't nobody thought of it along those lines because uh, I don't, well, the girls seem to be coming from other regions anyway, yeah. you know, so it's, yeah. Uh, so, but it, it, as I say, it was an interesting time because, uh, you're right, travel wasn't easy. You know, I mean, for us it was a mission because uh, we only went to, to Napier like three times a year and only because the roads were so bad and but going over devil's elbow would going have been over hell. the devil's elbow and you know but uh, you never thought of anything about it because that was the way it was you know now i just look back and think oh, those are good times those are good experiences it was a thriving community it was mm. yes we had two shops you know and a picture hall yeah. and now we've got nothing, nothing. you know and the, no school and yet it was you know it was a thriving school and uh but uh, hey the marae is still there we're just rebuilding you know our, our one that was burnt a couple of years ago and the whanau you know all the families are still there the relationships that uh were part of 
the running of our marae, you know, for um, between families, fundraising, that's all still there. So, you know, as I say, this is this thing that's what I liked about the, the manaki that Māori have is uh, you may not go home for a little while, but when you do, it's just, it, as you know, it just you just pick it up and just go on again and, yeah. So when is it that you discovered that art was going to be your thing? Uh, I well, I was I went to teachers college, and I was encouraged there to to look at becoming an art advisor. And there was this uh, team that uh, came through under this Gordon Toby and this Gordon Toby. Mm. Cliff Whitey, Ralph Horton. We all and and we were encouraged because they wanted Marty to. Um, be part of the advisory service even though we weren't Māori advisors we were actually art advisors but they they knew that um, we had to travel around the you know the, uh, the outer regions where most Māori communities at that time were and we had good relationships that we could uh, uh, encourage our own to involve themselves in Māori art so yeah it, it, I was pushed into it really when I say pushed into it, you know, I was encouraged. I wasn't aware of it, and I wouldn't have done that. You know, I was, uh, I would have, I was wanting to be a teacher, but not necessarily a. But you artist. have ended up being a teacher. Oh, yeah, absolutely. But oh, you've yeah. also, you know, developed yeah. uh, your own individual style as well. Yeah. Well, I think we committed ourselves to fostering Māori art uh, and recognizing that you know we had an ownership of the images. And that the images now is is just as important as they were when they did the Renaissance with the meeting houses, you know, with Apirangata. So now we're we're talking about uh, you know marae and meeting houses that related to the to, to what was needed for a hapu. Now we have students who you know a majority are coming out of the uh, the urban scene. And they just want to relate themselves as being Māori, so, and they can through their art. You know, the images that uh, it, they don't need to wait around to become a tohunga. You know, they they can do it themselves. And so, I think that's we're getting younger and younger, uh, what I called younger artists coming through our tertiary area. You know, last year with um, our Tōmarangi uh, school, the average age was uh, 38. It's 28 this year. Gee, that's young. You know, and it's just, yeah, and that's what I mean. You know, younger people are seeing that it's a viable option for them to uh, spend the four years for a degree. You know, and they said even after that, if they don't use their art, they've experienced something that they find they enjoy and they want to do. They, you know, they're just being creative, and yeah, I think that. Is that exciting? It's, Is that exciting for you to witness? It's. You know, the, ex- the exciting part is knowing that they're coming in with a changing image all the time. They, you know, what it is to be Māori. Well, we started, you know, when we started out, no, all the images were very traditional, you know, based on the traditional side. But as, uh, as the artists came through and they started to change the images, change the medium that they worked from, the newer ones coming in, all of a sudden they were faced with other offerings that they could start from so we're you know our students now i find that you know by within two years uh they're achieving better than 
students that we started with five years ago was taking them four years to achieve. You know, the confidence is growing because we've got more opportunities for them to, pre uh, for them to present their work uh, at, say, art galleries down at Māori Market last week, and they're realising, you know, they're, what's good art, and they understand that and they learn that. It, it can apply to them, you know, with a specific focus, whether it's on fibre design or it's you know what we call rectilinear work or, or curvilinear. They understand and control what they're doing, and I think that's the exciting part. You know, they they move themselves so quickly now. You know, and Does Tomaidangi struggle when they compared to places like Elam and Island? Not really, because you know at the moment we have something like 12 places available probably will be available for next year and yet we've got 57 you know, applic yeah, you know, expressions of interest and it seemed to be like that and we you know uh, because they want we've, they've come out of other uh, tertiary institutions done two years there realize they're not getting the Māori art requirement that they are interested in and they know about us and you know whether it's Toi Okura whether it's Toi Mairangi or the you know Rokoa or Awanui Arangi they're, you know, the wanting a type of tertiary offering, they're attracted to because... Of they, the environment, maybe. Yeah, yeah. It, it is not only the environment, but they know they... Uh, yeah, it, it is the relationship that they have with each other, and they challenge each other all the time. You know, they're... Yeah, you've got to earn your right now to, to be the one that's seen as uh, one of the senior artists. A, a level four can come in, and challenge a level seven, you know, just because the students range, you know, from uh, 23, yeah, 18 yeah. through to 50. Yeah. Yeah, and some are coming in with strong abilities already. So you mentioned Māori Market. Yes. So an event like that, when your students are showing their work yeah. there alongside maybe more senior artists, yes. what sort of effect does it have? Well, I... Uh, we make them realise they are students, that uh, people will be viewing them as uh, offering work that's in development. You know, they are, they're finding their uh, a, a strength in what they have as an ability, but they haven't got the experience of, you know, ha having a, a full development in any one with its painting, with its fibre arts, with its mixed media that the senior artists have. So they recognise that and we just say, you're a student, this is the range of prices that you can expect, you know, don't get too arrogant and believe yeah. that yours is better than anybody else's. So, you know, it is, it is a way of allowing them to accept that they are on a journey. And that journey, they're so grateful of the experience of being part of uh, Māori Market. And, yeah. What are your views on Toyiho? Uh, well, I mean, obviously, we believe that it's taken, you know, if, if it is going to be taken away from us, that... Because they haven't it all, isn't it, oh, Absolutely. Mm. And it's, you know, we thought, what about all the ones that were there uh, supporting that tuke and being prepared to, you know, they, they allowed the Toyiho mark to be part of their image to others. And so, you know, it was, it was one of, yeah, 
That's all. Uh, yeah, I, I believe I, I'd like to know the real, you know, the reason for why it's being taken away. They say it's too expensive. It's this and the next thing, but I don't know whether it is. You think there's political man- maneuvering? Absolutely. I think you know it, it is this way of, you know, we say that all the time, but putting us into a convenient box that they they all have a say as to what we do. You know, whereas we had Māori for, you know, uh, by Māori for Māori, that was such a strength for us because we say we're, you know, uh, directing our own, uh, well, where we want to go to. But now it's sort of, it's you know, by others for Māori, you know, it's sort of, it, we don't have the control. And, you know, as a punter, when I used to see that mark, I'd yes. know that it's a mark of quality. Yes. Like, even if, I mean, usually you'd be familiar with, with the artist, but if I wasn't, I'd still know that there was a, there was a, like a whakapapa to that yeah. person's work yes. that I could be guaranteed would make it of a high standard. And your own mana meant that you wouldn't you know allow yourself to offer something that was less than quality and that was what the market maintained because you know other than the established artists that sort of uh, they gave us an honorary you know toy offering the others who were coming through you know they had to reapply for it every two years because they said that way you know, we can make sure that you keep your your growth going, that you don't get complacent and say, oh, this will do because I've got a mark now, I don't need to do too much and I'll just market fodder, you know, that type of thing. Yeah, so it's a shame. Like it, um, 100 prints of the same thing, you just change the colour. That's right, yes, exactly. <laughs> well, the artists do that. Well, Even some established artists do that, Sandy. Yes, you know, and I mean, do. I understand people are poor and everything, but geez, yeah, no, it ends up saturating the market a little does. bit, you know, it and does. it makes that work worthless. Yeah, well, the, you know, the tragedy of, of some of that is that people who don't know that what they're buying isn't the quality that it should be. Yeah, you know, that uh, they're being conned into, you know, paying prices for something that's not actually, you know, justified. Yeah. Now, um, oh, my God, I can see that there's heaps that Lawrence wants to have a talk to you. Lawrence is with Paul Spade today. Oh. Did you... I'll just talk about TA again. Did you want to send your kids to Tsiote, given your experience? Absolutely. And did they go? No. How come? You just said that, Sandy. No, because I didn't have any to send. But, oh, oh, but, oh. The, but the thing is, it's not, you know, it, it is about, sure, you know, there are hardships and there are difficulties and that's always been part of, of what we were being aware of of charity over the years, which is the same for any other uh, tertiary or you know secondary institution, but it's more than it. It is, it is charity itself. It's you know, it it's what you become part of when you you know once you've been there, and you would like others to share. It and it is you know you have an ownership to. Every boy that all these young guys that you see around now, you know, you know, if you knew 
if you met them out in the street and you found that they were from charity, there was a, there's an immediate connection, and I think that that's what's important. Yeah. So, I yeah, I hope it it you know continues to to grow because I know there's difficulties, but I hope it does. Cindy, is it thrilling when you see your artwork hanging up somewhere like here? In Te Papa, or in, you know, in the owned by major galleries, is that a thrill? It's, sure, it's, you know, you feel as though others are appreciating Māori art. That's the thrill for me, is the recognition that our art forms are now, yeah, and, and over the years we've said they've gone from the meeting house into other venues, institutions that recognise there's an art integrity in Māori art, you know, that's, that's the biggest thrill. If you have, if, I wouldn't use the word thrill. But, uh, yeah, uh, the, the measure of uh, believing that, you know, what we're doing and all our artists are doing is getting our culture uh, an image that's still Māori, you know, it's recognisably Māori, the other big thing with you know what's happening now is that we're part of an indigenous uh, art uh, you know community yeah. now. Yeah, yeah that's, that's right. Like Pātaka, yeah, well, with the, yeah. the exchanges they do between the British Columbia. Absolutely, yeah. you know, the, and and they're recognising that there is that uh, you know this art offering that belongs to the heart of a people. You know that it, it represents who they are. And uh, so we relate so well to um, yeah, to the Hawaiians, to the First Nation people, to the Native Americans, to the you know to the uh, the Pacific. It's great. I mean, those networks that we're developing, uh, you know, we hope that the younger uh, generation coming through will make use of those uh, you know those pathways that we've fought really hard to you know to get and maintain. And, you know, this is where the things like the Toiho, you know, here's a mark that the Hawaiians were looking at and saying, what a great idea, you know, and they're going to try and develop it. And then all of a sudden we're going to have to say to them, well, you know, ours is under jeopardy. And, the, and what's the reason? We said, we don't really know. Somebody else has told us that, you know, that, yeah, perhaps we have to find out more about it. But uh, More fighting, Sandy. Uh, but that's good for us. I mean, we're not going to give up. Or roll over, yeah. Sandy Edset nor Nazi Pahuera. Anaya George Ihimaira with this week's interpretation of the Fakatoki Pepeha or proverb heard at the beginning of this week's broadcast. Ka, ka tupuaki, ka puawai. I te reo rangatira mā ngā tamariki mokopuna ki ngā rā kei te heke mai nō reira tēnā koutou katoa. At our, in our kuru we have 450 children and 42 uh, very dedicated and enthusiastic teachers and staff. Uh, and you know, we have a great community, a great hapuri and māngere um, that support our kura. And um, yeah, we really enjoy um, working in, in, in our area and our rohe. George Ihimaira. That's us, folks, for another week of Te Ahika. Next week, I'm talking to Chief Justice Wilson Isaac. He's the newly appointed, well, he's been in it a couple of months, 
Waitangi Tribunal Chairperson and Chief Māori Land Court Judge. Who's just as happy stalking and hunting beasts in the bush as he is sitting on the beach. Come on.